Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everybody. Hey, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, iHeartRadio, 111 production. What the heck was that? Was somebody slamming a fist down? That was your knee? You okay? You okay? Totally. I'm totally good. Thank you for caring. You're so excited yeah. that we're starting the episode that you just jumped and hit I'm your knee. I'm so excited about John Ham that I just John rammed Hamm. my leg into the desk. Um, well, we're going to get into that. So just try to contain yourself. Let me get through this. And then I we'll... apologize to everyone's ears. No, that's, okay. <laughs> that's quite, sh- it's like a, it was quite shocking. Um, but you know what they say in show business, the show must go on. So I didn't stop. 
<laughs> no, you did great. No, I've, um, anyway, this I is, wasn't being a good. I wasn't being a good background actor. You're all. <laughs> you are not. No, you're you're a frontline personality. You're not a background person. I want to keep practicing our background skills, but all right. we can do that. We can do that. You just have to stop moving your mouth so much. You can't exaggerate the movements. Anyway, so uh, season three, episode five, eight o'clock at the Oasis, a riff on. At the Oasis. Right, and then I, that, that song was so calming growing up. That was a big hit. Maria Moldauer, Midnight at the Oasis. Anyway, um, so what'd you guys think? I, th I thought this was uh, a delightful, delightful episode. Uh, I thought it had, again, the perfect balance. And I've never seen an episode where the they used two support guest stars, John Hamm and then the guy that played yes. the neighbor so well that tied the whole episode in together. We only saw John Hamm once, but boy, did he reverberate twice. through the entire we thing. We saw him twice because he came to the door. Oh, he came we to the door. The Correct. Door. I'm my, uh, I sit corrected. Um, but still, I mean, that really set the tone for this entire episode in every single scene. So, uh, yeah. And also, I loved how the neighbor, the the wacky neighbor, came over and the, the, uh, asking Laura Dwight. Uh, Dwight, right? How how that ended up being used to get uh, Jess and Rory together? And I so agree with you. In a really charming scene. Yes, actually. I I really. so agree with you. It was like we had to go through all this with the wacky neighbor. Yeah. To get the perfect Jess and Rory moment, right? right which right. I think had really deep deep meaning didn't, but didn't see that coming right i have a very important question to start off with hmm. should we hit him with the synopsis first sure. you know what sure daniel take it away <laughs> and, and here we are with tara s daniel romo amy sugarman forgive me for not introducing the ball club uh, but there they are in all their glory daniel take it away all right season three episode five eight o'clock at the oasis and the synopsis of this episode is lorelei sees something she likes at an auction a man dun 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 only emily knows his identity should lorelei break her stay out of my love life rule just once but when she does she realizes he's not quite what she anticipated plus lorelei agrees to agrees to do a favor for an annoying neighbor which also brings rory and jess together danielle what I, that was our most professional synopsis reading <laughs> i think of one full year are we get, are we getting good at this <laughs> No. Ow, are, we, are, was, we get, are we getting good at this? I don't know. That was amazing. That was, Thank that was pretty, you. That was like, you nailed that. Okay. <laughs> Who's ready for the most, maybe the third most important question of this episode? Go ahead. I'm, I'm ready for anything. I want all three of you to answer this. Is this episode more enjoyable now because we know it's John Hamm? Because it's John Hamm now, rather than just unknown guy back then. I'm going to say no. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't think it did either. I think the episode stands alone. It doesn't matter what happened to John Hamm or anybody in the cast. It, it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes it a little bit intriguing to see him, a younger version of John Hamm. And but it, it really, you know, the episode really holds up. Um, could have been anybody, right? I'm going to hold my tongue. Tara? <laughs> I feel like this is my opinion, but it was probably one of the more boring episodes for me. 
except for the scene with Jess and Rory. But other than that, I was like, can we get this show on the road? Oh, uh uh-uh. No, no, no. (laughs) I loved this episode. But to answer your question, Amy, I don't think I can quite comment because I didn't see it pre-John Hamm stardom. But I did love it now. I thought, I was like, oh, John Hamm. I loved it. Yeah, and I like Peyton more because it's John Hamm. Like, even though Lorelai's like, this dude is so boring. I'm like, but it's John Hamm. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but John Hamm is in Top Gun. Like, John Hamm is Mad Men. Like, so to me, I'm like, Lorelai is going out with a stud right now. (laughs) Like, John Hamm is so hot. And I don't want to say it, but if you ladies, guys listening, there's a... How do I say this? There's a rumor about John Hamm that's been going you know, around. I knew you were going to bring this. I knew you were going to talk about this. This is a family show, Amy <laughs> Sugarman. We must move <laughs> forward. <laughs> Scott, don't let Amy continue with that. All right, thought. we're gonna People we're gonna Google go to a commercial here. Time. Get the yeah. get the hook out, please. <laughs> I love how we all knew what exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> so so anyway. Um, I think Lorelai is a liar in this episode <gasps> in one <gasps> respect, a, an absolute me. liar. Talk she is me. not a fan of Bowie, not a real fan of Bowie because oh. if she was a real fan of Bowie, nothing could have kept her away from that concert. <laughs> no, you would take those free tickets. You take the free ticket. Who cares if the guy's a, a adult, right? Who cares if he's boring and self-obsessed and, creepy narcissist guy right Who she cares? does go with him right like aren't we to assume remember she's well, like, she gonna, like to, oh, to, to curry favor with her mother so that doesn't blow yeah, up her right. relationship with the who was it i don't know was it, i don't care what concert it is if the guy is so bad i can't go it's bowie you don't even have to talk to him. Exactly. You can just watch the show. You don't have to. You don't have to <laughs> even acknowledge. Know. I mean, I've been to concerts before with with people that I didn't. Even, I didn't acknowledge that. No, I just enjoyed if you try the to, like, show. Dance real close and like dance. Oh, no, no, dance real close at a uh, yeah, concert. Yeah, like put his arm on her. Ooh. She just moves. She can just move away. Hold hands, dance. She can just. Re- she could relocate to a different part of the the arena. To get away from her. No, she could say, listen, cannot. I need to go to the ladies room. I'll be right back. And then just enjoy like a half hour. Come back and say, you can't believe how long the line was. I'm going to go get a hot dog. I'll be right back. You want something? And then go away for an hour. So you can't believe how line, long the line was. Let's get out of here. The show's over. Okay. And so she enjoyed it. Maybe oh she God, meets another guy. She, yeah. What did he drive a Jaguar? She could have got a ride at home in his Jaguar. I don't think she could. Weird choice of car for him. Why? I would have gone Porsche. Him? Jaguar for like a cool dude. Am I getting it wrong? He drove a Jaguar, right? Talked about it all night. Uh, yeah. I think. I think he, 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 he was going for the comfort. You think Jaguars are cool for like a forty-year-old dude? I don't. I I wouldn't buy one, but you know. Right. I, I, I like SUVs. Daniel, that's like a. I I like SUVs. <laughs> Like big cars. I agree. I agree. I got to be. What did you guys think of Peyton? I thought he started out really well. I mean, it was it was witty banter, and she was intrigued. And hey, I'm you know I'm no Einstein, and took off. I mean, it was perfect. I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised he was so boring because the wine exchange was so right. 
good. Although it was brief and barely any talking. Right. It wasn't consistent with what was established because he was witty and he was clever and he was open and he seemed intelligent and able yeah. to converse, uh, you know, on an adult level instead of sitting there and talking about his boring toys, you know, right? Some girl's going to really like Peyton, I think, though. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's. Uh, well, so what do you make of the fact for every of the whole, crooked like, pot, there's a crooked lid? This is so true. So go deeper into it, like Emily's involvement and Rory's involvement and Richard's involvement, and then the train wreck when she didn't like him, and just break it all down. Interesting. Damn. Interesting that uh, you know Lorelai didn't see how it was going to adversely affect. Emily's relationship with her friend, who's Peyton's mother. And right. uh, I loved the Richard scene. And I know we're bouncing around a little bit, but I loved when Richard no, okay. Richard called from his office and said uh, that he was golfing with Peyton's dad and that they would discuss and how to sort of rectify the situation and we'll call you back. <laughs> like it was a given. Like, like, like Lorelai knew what the hell he was even talking about and that you'll issue You're an right. apology. And I... I just love that conversation because it showed what a great husband Richard is defending his right. wife and say, and listen, yes, it's insane. Lorelai, the whole thing is insane, uh, yes. but that's Emily's world and I respect it. And she will get her first, she will be served tea first. That is her world. <laughs> right. and that is her, if, she, if her world is disrupted, my world becomes disrupted. I don't want, don't want to and see I her think unhappy. That I love that. The best move for Richard was to say, I agree, it's insane. Because mm -hmm. that's yeah. pretty much what Lorelai needed. Mm -hmm. Because then she came around and she said, Okay, like if you need me to go out with this guy to the concert, I will. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because Richard's like, I know it's ridiculous, but like we got it. This is what she cares about. And I care about her. So it was like, Oh. But Lorelai is completely justified in, in being defensive there and just being, you know, acting in a, I don't think she thought she was acting in a selfish way because, you know, Richard and Emily are always telling her what a screw up she is. Right. So in this time, right. it's like, God, they're invading my private space here. It didn't work out. Can't they just get over it? She wasn't seeing the ramifications because she couldn't see them because, she, her, you know, her knee jerk is to just good God, these people are at me again. I can't do anything right in there. Well, and I think she. She's also so certain that Peyton also had a terrible time. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, you guys, this guy is not into me either. Right. Which we don't know that that is not not true. Because Peyton's probably like, I don't want to go to the concert with this girl either. But I, I like the episode because it, it showed me one of the rare times where they're, they're almost functioning as a, as a family. You know, they're mm -hmm. sort of all pulling yeah. together. And, and I like that part of it. I, I, it was, it was more positive for me to see, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Emily and Lorelai kind of get along. And, and did you see how, um, hopeful and energetic Emily was when Lorelai came over in, in the afternoon and she wanted, Emily wanted to know all about the date and tell me about the date. How did it go? And, you know, so that, right, that was right. Emily and her element and being hopeful that Lorelai had finally found the guy that she can, you know, be proud that Emily can be proud of. Like this relationship could right. work because he's of, you know, the man are born and it's all going to work out and we can, you know, we can, we can live our snooty little lives. 
I always want to like disagree with you when you say that, but like this episode proved it. Mm -hmm. Like they do want her with the son of their friends. You know what I mean? Like they love that. Yeah. Do you also think that the auction purposely switched up the lamps or do you think it was Emily? Because I think it was Emily. Oh, really? Oh, talk to us about that. Because Tell us more. why else would Lorelai come to Emily's house in the middle of the week for no reason? So she I was thinking like Emily wanted That's to get information because if she calls Lorelai at work, <laughs> Lorelai's not going to want to talk to her. Tara. Wow. Solid. Nice. That's solid. I like that. I'm going to give you a probably yeah. correct yes <laughs> and that never occurred to me yeah because she never wants to talk whenever emily calls and she's at work she just never wants to talk to her and she won't give her the time of day so how else will she reel her in except to physically come to her house to pick up the lamp that she bought yeah she wanted to and have then she was stuck she, there she wanted to have yeah. some girl time with her daughter and talk about the yeah. date mm-hmm. and the guy and how you know that mm-hmm. she was excited for that it was like emily really getting a real shot of life like hey this is how found this i can be like a, a mom again to lorelei and this is yeah. how's her date and, i love the dinner scene of the awkwardness oh, where lorelei has to sort of like ask that was the, the guy that, that was the best dinner scene that I, <laughs> yet i mean i don't know how they're going to top yeah. that one because everybody was great i was so it. happy to see richard i can't yeah. remember if we've seen him for a minute because they're so good at like tricking us with it's that, been but. a while but rory was great in that yeah. Yeah, mom saw something she thought looked pretty good <laughs> she at the auction. <laughs> Just having fun with her mom, making her sweat. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I thought John Hamm was still charming when he came to the door. That's why I was so shocked he was boring. Because when he came to the door, Rory was super cool with him. And he was so chill. Like, you look wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like, he was so smooth. John Hamm. I liked his vibe. I thought he was cool. Yeah. Mm. I wish we got like a piece of the date, like just a little glimpse. Yeah. I did too. I agree. I agree. But I guess they didn't need it. But it's a scene that we should have seen it go south. We didn't need it. See, that's the thing about (laughs) maybe they shot it and they realized they didn't need it. No. It would have been so entertaining to watch that miserable date. It really would have been. So let's go, let's go back to the beginning because I want to talk about like what is going on at Luke's diner with like every family in town. <laughs> All the babies. <laughs> so many Coming babies. Brunch. Like what's happening? I, I was like, you. is there a farmer's market? And this is where they come out for? Like what's going on? You. I don't think that scene aged well at all. Oh, no. I oh, literally wrote that down. Correct. I wrote Boy, down that scene did not age well. I don't know how much yeah. I like Luke rough. there. It's like, dude. I've I've actually, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but I've been in situations in public where a woman is breastfeeding, somebody says something, and I walk over to that person and say, shut your mouth. She has every right to do that. That's a child she's feeding, and you have no right to intervene and, and traumatize her or her baby. Go away. And Yeah, you're right. It, it was um, uncomps it, to watch. It really was uncomfortable to watch. I, I, I've never, I wonder if it was then too. I was ashamed of Luke. I was disappointed in Luke. You know, but I it, it he's such a conundrum. It isn't wasn't he? so bad, but it was it was a little awkward. Mm, it was kind of bad. I think it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The line. It wasn't good, but it it didn't make me like hate. I didn't hate Luke. Sorry, Daniel, go ahead. No, I mean, we don't need to rehash it, but he said something like, shouldn't they be in the barn or a cave? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they wrote that for such a progressive show. Right. It always was ahead of its time. And it's such a female empowered show. Right. That it's interesting they even bothered with the scene because the scene or with that portion of the scene, because the scene was funny enough. 
with Luke being irritated about sticky choo-choo trains and sticky hands and the kid aspect of it. And that, that tracks with Luke. Mm -hmm. He would be like, Oh, all these kids in here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know why they added that part. It was not necessary. Yeah. It was uh boy. Yeah. He, he, he just sounded like a Neanderthal and I was, I'm so ashamed. So ashamed right now. Well, you didn't write it. No, but I don't think I protested. I just said the lines. Yeah, I, want, I mean, but and right, this was I also wonder... twenty years ago. You know, like now it's a lot more like. But it's a. Normalized. It, but it's. I, mean, I have to throw a flag on that because twenty years ago it was totally fine to breastfeed. I, I, why are people bothered by it? I don't understand this. This is this is a woman giving her baby life. Literally feeding her child. Why does I mean, anybody I'm not bothered by it? Jess was Jess was. Bothered. Oh my god! Why, why do people feel violated by this? Why this is not, this is a beautiful moment between a, a woman. It's probably the most beautiful, tender moment between a woman and her and her baby. Agree. And yeah. how is how can you see that in any other light than that? I don't get it. I mean, I don't correct, get why people are offended also, by it. Think about this. Lucy and Ricky slept in separate beds. Like there's all kinds of like weird things on television or in society. It's like, I just am surprised they wrote it in. That's the part that kind of befuddled me. Like that was weird. Definitely a low point for the character. I thought It'd be interesting to talk to the writer who wrote this episode. It was Amy and, uh, and I think one other person, Justin Tanner, Justin Tanner. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. And otherwise to me, a perfect episode, you know, other, uh, the rest of yeah, the episode, like I, said, I didn't, perfection. I, the rest of the scene was cool. Right. Like the rest of the scene was cool that they were at the counter and there's all these families in there and it's a popular joint with, and, and it was irritating Luke. That was fine. I, I just don't know why they added these I, I think we, lines I, about the breastfeeding. It, it you know, I think Danielle makes a good point. It was 20 years ago. I, I think we're judging it through this prism of sort of today, and it's it's just not applicable back then. Uh, and people are just far more sensitive about it now, or maybe even a little bit more evolved in some sense that where it's more acceptable. But, yeah, I mean, I, I still think it was fine then, too, to do. I, I don't know. I wrote, oh, boy. But, but <laughs> like, I do oh boy, remember back boy. then... This uh, this was a news item when people there were news articles there yes, were headlines that is correct that people are getting offended by this and this is becoming a thing and it's like mm -hmm. how is this even a story why is this a problem for people you know I didn't get yeah, it yeah I mean I, didn't I, think, get it. I, I thought think a low that. point for the character but I. I I'm happy at least we had the comical relief of Jess walking out, seeing all the babies and walking right, <laughs> right back. But I don't think his reaction was was the babies. I thought it was he saw it was the breastfeeding. It was the breastfeeding. Again. I think so. It I repulsed so him and he went back upstairs. So I think again here a low point for his character. Um repulsed is probably extreme. I thought he was sort of ah, teenagery about it. Ah. <sighs> I don't know. Do we chalk it up to it is what it is? Like I don't know. I, I don't know. I have a problem with it. Uh, but what are you going to do? Good. I, I'm, I think that's good you do because we all were cringing at it. So it's mm -hmm. like I think, I think the thing we don't know is 
why bother putting it in? Mm -hmm. And are we watching it with clearer eyes now than we would have then? Well, and I, it's, I don't, I can't even remember how I, I felt about I it. I get why they want to f give every character, you know, every character needs to have flaws. Let's just put it that way. It makes them human, right. right? But that is such a, for me, that's a lack of humanity. That's taking humanity away from mm -hmm. a character. And it doesn't, it's, it doesn't track with Luke. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's not, that's, that was my thing on it. Right. The, the being annoyed by the sticky hands right. tracks being annoyed that this choo-choo train never works and they always get out the choo-choo train and move on to the, that tracks like, right. and the noise and that, but I don't think Luke would be irritated by someone breastfeeding. That's not right. he's, something that would. He's a, he's a naturalist. He is, uh, you know, right. He's a tree hugger. He's this, he's that. I wouldn't say he's a hippie, but he's, you know, he's. A, no, I agree that it right. should say no cell phones. No breastfeeding. Yes. Like that is who right. he is. Right. I, 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 I thought it was weird. I, I don't know why they put it in. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to, uh, I will read the emails for this one, all of them, you know, because this is, this yeah, is, this is a major, this is kind of a major th deal here. What would be interesting is if somebody knows, I mean, we should try and ask the writer, let's try to track him down mm -hmm. to see why they put it in. You know, look, sometimes also people mess up and they think something's gonna land well. And it. Do, do you know what amazes me? How must a woman feel who's breastfeeding her baby in public because her baby is crying and needs to be fed? And how must she feel when she's attacked? For that act and how much fear she's experiencing and she stays calm you know all of that is absorbed by her it's absorbed by her little baby mm -hmm. all of that stuff mm -hmm. i mean it's it's a big deal i'm i feel a little bit ashamed to be a, a, a part of that and i should have spoken up i should have spoken up and said i'm not saying this i should have said i am not saying this this is not funny this is Something yeah. I support. I don't believe this. I don't care if you want to give the character flaws. I should have. I should have opened my mouth and I didn't. And I think it's all because we felt like you know we were all so worshipful of Amy and so grateful mm -hmm. that she'd given us these jobs. And um, no, I mean we earned the jobs, but I mean she, you know at the end of the day, yeah, it's you up trust to her. the writers, right? But it's like you trust the writers. I I get that. I thought that was just a very ugly moment for that character and. I, I, I'm really yeah, ashamed. I'm kind of ashamed to be a part of that moment. So it, it was very uncomfortable to watch. I was very disappointed in that character. Yeah. I think you've said it perfectly. I don't know what more today you could do. <laughs> and I wish we knew then what we know now. And I don't know, you know, like I don't, it takes, I don't know. I don't know how hard it would have been to say like, hey, this guy shouldn't say this. Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. And for an actor, I think that's hard to say. Yeah. This guy shouldn't say this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on. Otherwise. Yeah, I don't mean to make light of it by saying like, and moving on. No, no, it no. It is I'm, what it is. No, I don't I'm, know. I just, I think we've discussed it. Uh, I've expressed how I feel about it. Um, it would be interesting to get one of the writers on to, to talk about it a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. how they were, what were they and were thinking see what at people, the time. Right. 
I, I know people watching it now will will cringe like we did, mm-hmm. but I would love to hear from somebody who remembers watching it then mm-hmm. if it was like cringy then. Yeah, it had to have been. I I, I don't think twenty years made that big of a difference. I, I don't think there's anything, and I'll 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 end with a statement. I don't think there's anything more cowardly, um, and inappropriate, and illegal. I think it should be illegal. I think people that hassle women who are breastfeeding their babies should be arrested and prosecuted. I do. How dare anybody, anybody interrupt or apply any negativity or aim any negativity at a Mm -hmm. woman uh, for any reason whatsoever, but especially in such a tender, uh, beautiful moment like that. Anyway. That's just how I feel about it. I get very protective. Well said. Well very, said. very, very, very no, protective. I think, you, I think you said it great. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think a totally normal transition would be to Michelle's love of auctions. <laughs> hey, uh, Michelle's love of auctions. He begged. But I do love that he, he wanted to go to auctions begged. so bad. He begged her. He got hot. His, his, yeah. the, the pitch of his voice shot up. He got squeaky. And then I love when he said, if your mother's involved, it will be impeccable. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ah, so that was cute. And, and I was actually excited for the auction because I knew Michelle was going to be there. Right. So it made me that much more excited for when we got to the auction. Um, so he must really love auctions if he wanted to do all that stuff that Lorelai listed. I was like, really? You're going to do all that for an really? auction? That was a big ask, wasn't it? <laughs> Just like four major things. Like, yeah. I would have said, nah, right. I don't want to go. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. He really now, knows. forgive me if I'm wrong, but was this the first time we've seen Pete's Pizza? Like, was this the first time we've seen the Pete's Pizza, that they've gone to Pete's Pizza and that they got the free cheesy bread and they were all bent out of shape. Lorelai was that garlic was extra now. I don't recall if we've seen Pete's Pizza before. Um, don't recall it at all, Pete's Pizza. Me either. I don't either. But don't the cheesy bread sounded good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think it's our first mention of Beanie Morrison mm -hmm. because this dude, Dwight, has moved into Beanie Morrison's old place. I don't know how Laurel eats that way and looks that good. <laughs> That's like the mystery of the whole show. Right. Because <laughs> in the very Coffee, opening pizza. scene, she's walking up They're They're doing that walk and talk with, uh, with her daughter and walking up to Luke's. And she's looking so good. Right. <laughs> I, I, the red pants were back. So that's a repeat where she's worn those red pants before. I loved them the last time they brought them out again. And right. she loves it. Uh, not a full choker necklace, but a short necklace. She looked great. Just your fashion. And, and all they do the is stuff feet. themselves with pizza and junk food and all this stuff. <laughs> I don't see her exercise, but she's, I guess she's working at the end. She's moving around, climbing stairs. She's running around. She's got fast metabolism, right, too. Right, exactly. She's still young, right? So they, 30, yeah, 32 like years 30s. old, so she can get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do y'all think of Dwight? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have so much, so much to say about Dwight. Let loose, lady. Go. The shirt was one thing, but really what had me just crack up was the inside of his house. Oh, my God. <laughs> one, I have a bone to pick with Dwight. He leaves his, light, his lights on when he's out on uh, vacation. <laughs> you notice all those lights were on? I was like, Beautiful home, by the way. Beautiful. Right. The outside looks spectacular, but the inside looks yes. ridiculous. Right. The tiki lounge, all right. the tiki lounge right. inside. Also, he just moved in. How does he have so much stuff already? I know. And all those board games. Yeah. Oh, my God. And how does he have that much stuff if the wife, like, if he kind of went in the, 
dark of night, like how to get all his stuff out? Or was that all new stuff? Like, you know, I don't know, but I'll tell you, you remember the wife on the answering machine toward the oh, end? Yes. My gosh. Okay. So my, yes. my research team has cracked the, uh, the mystery of yeah, who, but, who that uh, was, you know, who that was. Okay. Wait, make it a game. Make it a game. Don't tell us. Is it a famous person? Yes. Someone on the show. Somebody who was on the show. Somebody who was on the show. Already or later? No, actually somebody who never appeared on the show. <gasps> but a famous actress that we've heard of. Yes, absolutely. Big actress. Movie, movie oh. or TV? TV. Oh my God, this a, is A gonna... much decorated Emmy Award winning <gasps> actress. I need to hear the voice again. I don't want to like bring the one of the finest uh, comedic actresses <gasps> of our time. Don't, don't not tell me. Do not tell me. I need to. I'm trying to pull it up on YouTube. What? Hi, it's Doris. Doris, you're white. Remember me? The woman who was asleep in bed when you snuck out the window like a spineless little worm? How dare you sneak out like that, you sniveling little pond scum sample? I should call Ewan Brockovich to bring a lawsuit against your parents, you steaming love of toxic waste. You really thought you could get away from me? From me? Okay, Tara, do you, do you have a guess who that was? I have no idea. Danielle? <laughs> no, any, zero. Any idea? Any idea? I'm struggling so hard with this. Can you give me a show? You know, I hate in. to harp on this. I keep harping on this. Same. Harp. Alex Borson. Thank you very much. Nice. Nice. That was oh. a real good clip. That was a good I clip. I almost said that, and then I thought, oh, that's random. All right. Because... Yeah. But well done. Alex Borstein. So she was the, for people that don't know, she played the harp and then she's like the lead on Maisel. She's, she's like, she was the original Drella. She was Drella. Well, mm -hmm. uh, not the original, the only Drella in the pilot episode. And then she couldn't get out of In Living Color. Uh, a it was a not In Living Color. Oh, no, it no. Was it was something. Oh, it was the fa family, family guy. guy. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, family Guy. Suddenly it was J-Lo in In Living Color. <laughs> she also was the she teacher. Was she was also the teacher in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh. Alex. That's oh. how I knew her. Alex, really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a couple quick questions. Mm -hmm. The clock. So, it would say like, it's five o'clock at the right. way. It changed based on the time. Right. Right. Amazing. Right. Great clock. That's a beautiful home, though. I would have to say that was one of the fanciest homes in all of Stars Hollow. It, yeah, it, it was a pretty, pretty spectacular home. Yeah, it didn't, have, it didn't it's really hard to it get did, your bearings, though. It didn't really look like Stars Hollow, did it? No, because no. it's it's hard to get your bearings because Lorelai's house. I can never like figure out. Okay, where in town is it, and what's across the street? And if Dwight's is across the street, and it took Rory only that long to run to town. It's all yeah. that it's basically in town. I can tell you where the location of Lorelei's house was on the lot in relation to the gazebo and the high school all right. and all okay. that. I was gonna say I've been to that tour, so I right. know what you're so, talking so about. You know, Give it right? to us. Scott, tell us so how far is it? Like if you were running from Lorelei's to Luke's, how long would that take? From Laurel from Lorelei's to Luke's diner? Oh god, mm -hmm. that's uh it's, it's only like two blocks, right? Yeah, like, it's it's maybe 
50 steps. Oh, wow. 60 steps. It's not far. So you've got you've got the the gazebo where that town square is, right? That mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, where that lawn mm-hmm. is. Okay, if you're standing there and you're facing Luke's diner, oh, no, I'll say if you're standing there and you're facing Luke's diner from the gazebo, uh, a little bit to your left is Stars Hollow mm-hmm. High School. Now a little. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So and right behind, if you're staring at Luke's diner, right behind you. In the street behind the uh, the town square is Lorelai's house and Mrs. Kim's oh. house and Lane's house. That's where it is. So he was, so he was, and then the movie theater where Kirk would we'd watch Kirk's uh, wacky films and go to the movies and all that. That was across the street from Lorelai's house, and the house next to that one was supposed to be Dwight's house, and that house looked nothing like Dwight's house looked in this show. Oh, interesting. Yes, because that looked like they were in another suburb. That looked that, that house looked told- like they it was in some kind of really right because there wasn't a tree really, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. there's this lawn, yeah. and the architecture is like a little bit of a different vibe, which right. I guess you could have, but still, right. So there you go. There's your, there's your. I mean, let's talk about it now then, because I think this is such an important moment for Rory and Jess. Huge. Because he cared more about her than himself. Like he came all the way over, fixed the lawn, blah, 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 and then finds out that Dean's coming and he wants to protect her. He cares about her more. So mm. on the back the on. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think I think I think he's always right. gonna be a little bit self serving. You know, his he 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 really likes her. So that was a lo- a little bit for him too, but I mean, I get your point, but I mean, come on. There's some self-interest. No, I think he, I think he really showed like, I care about her so much. I like her so much. I don't want her to be in a bad predicament. I'm just going to pop this water back on. I thought that there was so much meaning to that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was a perfect uh, opportunity just being the opportunist that he is. You know, took that opportunity to try to further ingratiate himself with Rory. See, I just thought it was genuine. Like, I thought mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? I ran over to her here to help her. She's, she still broke his heart a little bit. Like, he's kind of brokenhearted because he wants to be with her and she's not breaking up with Dean. But he's now to the point where he's like, I don't, I don't need to be a jerk. Like, I like her. I want to help her. So that's why I came over. And then I want to help her more because I don't want her to be in some weird position with Dean. I think he's also bummed that, you know, he, he finds out that she called Dean before he asked, she asked for his help. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to let, I'm just going to let him deal with it. Think he fixed it. She didn't really ask for his help though. Yeah, I guess. But like, exactly. she, I think she alluded to it. Mm. She no. kind of did. I mean, not really. It was happenstance. I guess. I don't know. I'm. I. You guys don't know this, but I'm very team Jess. So this, I'm. I don't know. I've always loved Jess, even through all the boyfriends. Like, I just see something in him that I feel like maybe, like Amy's seeing in it in him right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I mean, she was looking for Luke. Right. Remember, like she's looking for yeah. Luke. She really was going. She texted Dean or right. paged Dean 
Then she was looking for Luke and Taylor. I thought that was interesting. Those are the two people. Oh, that's right. She went to. Well, the dad, you know, like the dads. Yeah. Right. You, you know what? Maybe you're right, Amy. Uh, when you, you know, he encountered her, she was soaking wet. And he did want to help her. He, yeah. he took pity on like, her. Like, oh, my on. God. This is a bad situation for her, you know, uh, as far as for Stars Hollow. Right. Yeah, and then he just uh, ran. Right, and that he was just my ran favorite he, part. He was, he, it was genuine. Yeah, it was. He, right. I don't think he had ulterior motives, yeah. Yeah. and I believe they proved that because he turned the water back on. Mm-hmm. He could have yeah. been a total right. ass and been like, "I just ran over here to help you," and now you're yeah. saying Dean's good. You, you know, but he did the, the. I don't know if it's the right. He thing was. No, he, he was. There was some nobility. Noble. He was noble. Yeah. 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 He showed some real character there. Yeah, made me like him, and I think yeah, we're getting too. we're getting closer. Yeah. I will say the one part of that scene that made me kind of laugh a little is obviously like Rory was soaking wet, and then Jess goes over, and for five the two seconds he was turning off the water, <laughs> he was just drenched. Like Jess, you've been there for all of two seconds. Right. Come on, right. I do have a bone to pick with this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you want it? Right now, or should we, do we need to take a break? Bone it. Bone it. Pick okay. it, I mean. Sorry. Pick it. This is a real... This is now, like, to the point where I'm like, guys, what what is happening? The fake eating is really bad. <laughs> At Friday night dinner, I don't know if any of you guys noticed, but Emily had the tiniest... Like, it was a pin dot of pork mm-hmm. on her fork. Like, it was like... What the minuscule bites, the fake cutting, the fake eating. Like, I have one more to add to that list is when Rory went to go water the plants inside Dwight's house and she's just like barely tipping over the (laughs) (laughs) watering thing. I'm like, you aren't watering anything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, 
How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so in 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 defense of actors who aren't eating, eating, eating their faces off during scenes, <laughs> first of all, it's Emily. She's an elegant, mannered woman. She has impeccable no. table manners. No. If okay, here's the problem when there's so much dialogue going on back and forth, and you know, the, with the quick patter, if if you, it's very easy to mismatch a scene or mismatch a fork coming up to eat. Right. In those types of scenes. Okay. Now, if it was just Emily ha- having a long monologue, it would be easier to do the, the real eating and really sell the eating part of it and all that. What's important here is not the eating. We all get, you know, they, the, the creators make this decision. Look, guys, you know, what's important here is the comedy. Okay. Right. It's right. not the eating. Yeah. We're not making, you know, uh, a, a, a an Oscar worthy drama film <laughs> where everything has to be, you know, you got to put all right. that feelings into, or eating. it's also not on the food network. Right. It's exactly. So it's like, let's just minimize what maximize what's important here. What's important here is, is the timing in the comedy. And I think the fear is in the editing room, you know, the editors are always going crazy by like, this stuff doesn't match. We can't use this take, and it's a right. brilliant take. And Lauren was so great in this, and Richard was so great, and because somebody lifted their fork at the wrong time. So you the want, as an actor, fork. to really simplify your movements when you're at a right. dinner table scene and you're supposed to be eating. It's very difficult to match stuff. 
because you don't think she just didn't care for flavorless pork. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know why it might be so jarring hmm. is also, and I don't know, Scott, if you've gotten to be addicted to TikTok yet. We're we're hoping to get you there. On TikTok, what is the deal with the eating? I mean, these people eat like almost. It's almost gross. They take oh, like ASMR. ASMR, is, yeah. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. No, it's actually, um, it's, it has another word for it, but it's like know, ASMR. Do you know who Sloth Girl is? Or Yes. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> Cacio Pepe, that girl? Yeah. <laughs> she eats <Yeah>. like, <laughs> her whole TikTok is just like eating and chewing. Last night after like going down her TikTok page, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is almost gross. <laughs> she, you guys got to watch her. She eats so like, wait, it's what's called, happening? It's called mukbang, which is basically like broadcasting you eating and like making the sounds of eating. So it's a thing? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. ASMR for eating. Is that why I'm addicted to like watching her eat or Gaggio Pepe? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her saying it. <laughs> okay, let me, I don't know. Like, and then she's eating. You guys got to watch her. She eats have a, you? crazy spinach pizza and it's just like pouring out of her mouth and i'm like is this so why why do you want me to you want me to get involved in this you want me to eat on tiktok (laughs) i just want you to watch it and see if you think it's because they do the opposite of fake acting eating right they're like mowing food like but are they but are they acting in any no it's like real and sean white does it too who sean sean white you know the the, like gold medal snowboard guy so he eats while watching videos of people snowboarding and i'm i sometimes i'm like just fascinated by what is he eating Mm. and it's copious amounts of food like like he eats 12 pancakes like i'm like what i could literally watch videos of turtles eating lettuce like for hours like they have animal ones too where you just see a turtle i can't have a conversation with anybody anymore get into this here's my next question for you guys (laughs) i knew lorelei was i I wanted to say a swear word blowing it screwing it up by accepting two dates at one time that's like it's never gonna work it's like dating 101 don't do it you throw throw, you got you throw bowie out there in a week but he wanted to see her sooner. That was the reason. If you're going on a first date, guys, would you ever accept two when you no. don't even know the person? No. It no. depends on if I, if I really, you know, I'm vibing. If I was vibing. I don't know. If there's a David Bowie ticket involved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accepting five dates. I knew she was doomed at that. Uh, I knew. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I wrote eek, eek, eek. Yeah. Never a good idea. Well, it's Bowie. <laughs> what was it? this? This was, you know, I wonder if in the writers' room they had a they had to have a take a poll on what the title of this episode would be, like "Hey, it's Bowie, man," or something like that. Versus <laughs> eight o'clock at the Oasis. Eight o'clock at the Oasis. So Maria Moldauer beat out Bowie. Hmm, interesting. It's another issue. All in. I like this episode. Oh God, yes, it was terrific. Yeah. And we haven't even really, have we discussed it fully? I mean, I mean, we're getting there. It's, it's not so heavy. I think we really broke down the scene that was the most important to me, which was the water on off. Mm -hmm. 
There was no real drama between anybody. Even the Gilmores were working it out. I will say, I thought, I thought at the end when um, Emily was saying, "Oh, like it meant a lot that you're saying that," and then she, and then I felt like she was almost gonna let Lorelai off the hook <laughs> and like be on her on her team, you know, and like no, just say it's okay, it, don't worry about it. And then <laughs> she literally was like, "Okay, so go on the date," and I'm like. No, we almost had it. We almost had it. I'll never drink tea in the same way because I want the prime tea spot. I literally made tea for this today. Yeah. What was her name? Sally Worthington and her bad check. <laughs> it bounced. I have to look up her name. Do you know Sally what happened with Sally Worthington's check? No, Dad. What happened? Wallington. It bounced, Lorelai. It bounced. And she <laughs> lost her tea spot. She lost her tea spot. Uh... I, I just yeah. I I laughed out loud many multiple times on this one. This oh, you know, this I wanted great. to look up who played Dwight. Who played Dwight? Because um, that guy's like a character actor. Yeah. I have that for you. Who, who can get yeah. it first? Mm. Jason Kravitz. Oh, yeah, I knew it. I think he was on House. I'm gonna. Uh, who? Anybody want to bet me five dollars? Anyone? Mm. Anyone? I think it was the practice. Five dollar bet, Tara. Do you want to make a five dollar bet? Uh, I think sure. it was okay. It was the practice. But now I need to see if he was also on House. And if he was, then we'll just call it, call it a draw. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous. I don't we go. see it. I don't see House. It wasn't House? I don't see it. <gasps> I lost $5. Anyway, <laughs> while you're looking for that, I, I will reiterate. I, I have never seen an episode that utilized guest the t- two guest stars that it had. Or actually, um, two, of, two, two of the several guest stars or three or four or whatever. Uh, I've never seen it used. This is how, this is a, a, an instructional episode on how to use guest stars because it really pushed the narrative, uh, both mm-hmm. narratives of this episode. Yeah, Everything agree. was hanging off what these guest stars laid out for us in the beginning. I also owe Tara. Without having to see them repeatedly throughout the episode and just let, you know, the main characters... Uh, have fun with it. It was it was it was genius. Absolute structural genius, in my opinion. Tara, what's your Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> I pay my bets. Wait, I have your Venmo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm paying it to you right now. I lost it, I, and I apologize to Peter Jacobson because I was Peter Jacobson up? with the oh. guy that played Dwight. So. All right, so there are actually, my crack research team came up with several inconsistencies, and I think... Give it. Okay, ready? All right. At time mark 6.40 to 7 minutes, uh, when the camera's on Lorelai, there is a man on the couch behind her that disappears and reappears between the various takes. Huh. So... What? Yes. Yes. Give me it one more time. What? yes you want me to say the whole thing again yeah because i don't even understand how that's possible it's possible the 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 extra wasn't there in various takes when you cut back and forth right so when they cut back to lorelei he's there when he go to rory or whoever she's talking to when she cuts back to lorelei after that he's not there That's that's a lot worse than a bite of food and a fork um and at 1304 at the auction, when Natalie comes up and refers to Emily as the Cobra. Yeah. Uh, 
squeezing cobras don't squeeze their prey. That's that's the constricting snakes. That's the python, the anaconda, and the boa constrictor. I should know this because I grew up with boa constrictors. They were my pets. I love constricting snakes. No, no, that you did not have snake pets. I did, and I would feed it a mouse once a week and watch him strike it quickly and crush it to death and swallow it. Thank you very much. Uh, but the wonders of nature. Um, Wait, cobras don't. What, they cobras what are, are they venomous, do? poisonous snakes. They're like yeah, they bite. They don't wrap around and squeeze like that. What a what a constricting snake does is the one that squeezes is they you know that's they wrap around. Cobra came out of that basket. Yeah, that's a cobra. They don't they don't wrap around people and squeeze. So this was an incorrect snake to good knowledge. good knowledge. She was using the wrong snake. Emily is an anaconda, a boa, or a python. Got She's it. not a cobra. Uh, thank you. Yes, thank Dr. you. Dr. Doolittle. Well, thank you for listening. And we'll have little plastic uh, constricting snakes for you in, on your way out. Uh, <laughs> to take home with you. 20, uh, 23 minutes. <laughs> uh, watch Lauren's lips when she is on the phone with Peyton Sanders and says, from Maui. Now, this was probably one of the worst sound edits oh, no. that was spliced in because what she really said in the original audio and what was in the original script was Bali, not Maui. <gasps> they had to splice oh. in Maui Why? after the fact because of the Bali bombing. Oh no. It happened <gasps> uh, 11 days before the episode aired. No. That terrorist attack. Oh my God. So, and killed all those people, yeah. So, oh god, they had to rush in, and I guess that's probably the reason why they had to rush in and say Maui instead of Maui. Yes. Um, wow. And it was a very Awful. obvious sort of, you know, looping edit. Um, at twenty four thirty nine, um, there was a blue baseball cap on the right side of Lorelai's dressing table. Is that a subliminal? Mm. Was message? this when she's getting ready for the date? I guess so. Probably. I guess so. Um, oh, a little winky wink to who's going to sleep here one day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little subliminal advertising. Um, okay, so 3641, we've talked about Alex Borstein, the, the, mm-hmm. the screaming wife on the answering machine. 37 minutes. Uh, have a look at the fish in the aquarium. They are, are hilariously fake and oversized. I, I- I thought that now what I thought though, was that was actually intentional in that he's just got like a, it's just a play tank. Right. Cause it was so right. crazy. Right. Right. It fits in with the theme of what he was doing in, in the, in the interior decor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Love it. And I think we have to give credit. Uh, uh, and I think you'll probably go over this in pop culture episode is uh, Maria Moldauer's uh, Midnight at the Oasis, which is this, like, yes. like this incredibly yeah. iconic song. There are a couple pop culture references that we will see later this week if Tara gets it, because there were some subtle ones in there. And I just want to say good luck to the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, okay. I am. I don't know what that means, but that's great. Well, they're in the playoffs <laughs> and their center is injured. And Oh, all right, everybody, we'll see you next time, uh, next week, uh, episode six, Seem- Take the Deviled Eggs. Seems like it might be time for a cooking video with Tara oh making God, deviled yeah. eggs, but I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I just- love a good deviled egg. So Me good. Too. Oh, they smell so bad. Oh, God. But they're good. Yeah. 
delish. No, they smell up your whole house like toots. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a good tooting smell. Enjoy your uh, TikTok videos of watching people eat. Like Double eggs. Grossly eat. Wait, I think that's it. ASMR videos eating deviled eggs. Oh, gag me. But okay, that could be Scott's first TikTok. Let's, okay. You know what? Huh. Oh, God. Lasagna, oh, God. you name it. No, deviled eggs. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Deviled <laughs> eggs? Tara okay. will then. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, but it's, but it has to be like, you know, What's falling out of my when mouth. You're the new, you know, in the firehouse when you're the new firefighter, it's not called a guinea pig. It's not called a rookie. It's called the, it has a name. It starts with a P maybe. We'll get back to you next week, Thank but that's Tara. You. So she's got to make the <laughs> deviled egg. What's I'll come prepared. Um, all right, everybody. That's it. Thanks for downloading. Best fans on the planet. Stay safe. <laughs> Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.